0: Let's just dive in. Let's just dive in. Good peoples, welcome back to your transatlantic bridge connecting Stockholm, Sweden to Harlem, USA. That is the United States of America. This here, my dear peoples, is this moment with myself, Jason Timbuktu Diakite, most of the days I rap, and my dear brother, co-host with the utmost chef, Marcus Samuelson. All right, Marcus. Marcus. I'm really excited about this one. Let's dive in. How you doing today?
1: I'm good, man. It's late summer, early fall, mm. which means that it's probably already fall in Sweden. And this late summer vibe, right before it goes into right that week when Labor Day comes in and it's officially sort of the fall season, it's my favorite yeah. time in New York yeah. City. It's like it the city's with, waking
0: back up, right, after, after Labor Day, yeah. theaters are opening, and but, especially now.
1: But it's even like it starts right before that. This starts with the US Open, which is mm-hmm. a massive, massive undertaking for the city, right? So people mm-hmm. come from all over the world, right? And then we you take the you take the train out to Queens and it's like back and forth. Yeah, is that like the and only then fashion time- week?
0: Is that the only time of year that you take the subway, Marcus? <laughs> no, no. I had no, to no, call you no, out. No, I had to no, call no. you out, brother. No, <laughs> no. I no, am you, the opposite. Be on the train. I am Mister
1: right. Subway because okay, I love okay. it. That's where I get yeah. all my street vibe, graffiti, all of that stuff. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, true, anyway, true. it starts with that. U.S. And Open I and then Fashion to, Week, and Fashion Week, and then and this year is obviously very different because. We haven't been outside for a long time. U's mm. open last mm. year had no audience, and Broadway is also back, right? So you have these three right. channels so Broadway being back, use open happening, and of course, with that, this year for me it was very different with the Met Gala, doing exactly. the food, being responsible for the food at the Met Gala. Okay, these three worlds coming together. All right, boika, boika. let's talk
0: about it, right? Because I've, you know, I've lived in New York, I, you know we would always hear about, oh, the Met Gala's tonight. But, you know, as a a mere mortal, right, you could only dream about going to the Met Gala. Like, first of all, everybody is there. And when I say everybody, I mean everybody is there. Like, how does it feel when you step out of your car? Because I'm guessing you didn't take the subway to that one. How does it feel when you step out of your car uh, onto the red carpet heading up to the Metropolitan Museum?
1: I even want to back up when I got the request <laughs> to do the food for yeah. it. There was two things really that I wanted to work with, with, with Miss Anna Wintour, but also Condon Nast with. It was two things. I felt this is mm-hmm. a statement piece, so let's make sure we do it all plant-based, which has never been done before, mm-hmm. right? I feel like mm-hmm. that's and that means vegan,
0: right? Do. That means no animal, yep. like uh, nothing, nothing animal no in animal protein. any of the dishes.
1: Nothing, so all plant-based, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then on top of it, let's make an inclusive, because this year's theme was Americana America, right? And I thought, okay, let's make an inclusive dinner. Mm-hmm. So that meant for me, working together with mm-hmm. 10 other New York chefs, some of them famous, some of them not, but just mm-hmm. really celebrating us. We had mm-hmm. a Persian-American chef. She's absolutely amazing. So it's, so basically what you're saying,
0: the the dinner is a posse cut, like to put it in rap terms. You have all these diff- ten different uh, stars, big or small. Uh, and first of all, how do you make a big team like that work?
1: Well, there was a lot of logistic, a lot of planning that would mm-hmm. not have happened without an amazing catering ter- firm, Oliver Oliver Chang. But also. Uh, the logistics, because it's still during COVID, so it's only X amount of people allowed in in the kitchen and all yeah, of yeah, this different yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I had the most fun, and I have to say, big shout out to the Condé's and Vogue's team, because, boom, they really allowed us to say, there's never been a collaboration. There's never so, been that. The food what is What you saying? Dropped. Shout out to what team? The Condé Nast team that allowed me to do this, to this crazy, yes, and Vogue that made this happen and broadcasted these stories right so each mm. chef went on instagram and that on vogue's instagram to tell their story mm. and got
0: a, over a million views right wow. that's game-changing wow. for that chef. crazy you know but tell me tell me marcus so, walk me through not maybe not all of them though are we talking to each chef does their own dish or, or did you collaborate and do certain dishes yeah together? we collaborated so walk us yeah, through, we walk me through some of the dishes uh that were created for yeah. this met gala 2021
1: yeah, I mean, first of all, there's a long sort of cocktail hour, right? Because mm-hmm. all the celebs got to walk that carpet. Yeah, got to roll so, in, you know, get so their pictures wa- taken.
0: Yes. Yeah. yeah. Deal yeah. with their outfits. And stuff. The f-
1: yeah, definitely <laughs> talk about dealing with their outfit, which yeah. is probably my favorite time because it's actually the time where you can walk around and and meet and you know and I uh, and so then after that it's the logistics of. 450 guests sitting down and the meals got to be served so mm, mm. you know it was very under before Justin Bieber performs or whoever was you know like it's a big it's a big 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 deal mm-hmm. so for me uh you know we served like for example like we had this beautiful beautiful sort of uh, rolls that was all you know we had this roasted cabbage taco like a taquito with roasted cabbage for example Mm -hmm, we mm -hmm. had collard greens you Mm -hmm. know but it was all done in hors d'oeuvre cocktail styles when you know and the cocktail hour was amazing like you know one of the first people person i talked to was david Byrne from from talking Talking because he was you know he's such a yeah and then i had a chance to speak to uh mary j blage Elon Musk. I was talking to him Boom. about a bunch of stuff. And these are yeah, your homies. And of course, like,
0: you know, you got Mary J and Elon on speed dial. I know it, man. No, I don't. <laughs> but but it was it was cool. It was cool. Hold
2: up. What was that?
3: my favorite conversations
1: was with two people was with mm-hmm. Chance the Rapper and his wife we were talking about Donda we were talking about Kanye's album so that was a lot mm-hmm. of fun speaking to Chance with that and then mm-hmm. sitting down with Yara from Blackish uh, mm-hmm. you know because yep, she yep. has a duel, you know being Persian and being black and, and really having a conversations around that and she seems um, extremely, extremely bright
0: and intelligent like very on point I heard her on a, a podcast before just talking about activism and I'm like whoa you know Yes. Yeah.
1: And one of the reasons why I wanted to do it plant based because the ambassadors this year was Amanda Gorman, Naomi Osaka and Bill Elish. You know, young people, I was like, "Let's take make a statement. Let's make something what mm-hmm. the future, present future is going to look like." Mm-hmm. And speaking mm-hmm. to Amanda Gorman about it, she was very, very excited that, in fact, that it was plant based. Mm-hmm. You know, and it was something that she looked forward to. And 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 uh, one of the cutest moments is that, you know, when the dinner in the after the dinner served, Alicia Keys sets up for the after party somewhere, and um, Alicia and I in the back were talking about our kids. We just mm-hmm. stand in the back talking about our kids, and. You know, it was just moments like that that was just, like, humanized the whole experience. You know, it's it's a party that you can only dream of in terms of the production and yeah, everything. Yeah, and just the and, outfits that people
0: uh, are stepping onto this red carpet with are, like, out of this world, man. Like, people stepping in in blankets. I saw uh, Kim Kardashian and Kanye stepped in in some, like, black, like, ghost face killer-type um, ninja uh, p- totally covering yeah. suits and shit um asap no, rocky state, rolled in in pieces. some type of quilt but you know it, it it's crazy to see where people take uh expression when it comes to fashion and and how they try to tell a story with what they're wearing so i no, also I, saw a super absolutely. fly picture of you on instagram uh take us through your outfit marcus
1: well, I mean, it is a moment to take statements, right? And for me, mm. I thought, first of all, uh, my wife and Maya and, and, and Stacy helped me with this. But, you know, I want to represent where I live. So I wore Dapper Dan, you know, mm-hmm. suit. But then also, I always want to represent Sweden and Ethiopia. Wh- which so also, which we, also we Marcus,
0: this- like you wearing Dapper Dan is also a statement about that's also like Americana. That's... You know, that's yes. hip-hop, the roots of hip-hop fashion, which then has become now commercial and, and big corporate fashion. Yeah. He was there, and it's a, it's maybe untold or unsung, in a sense, hero of American fashion. So yeah. big up, man. Absolutely. My hat is off to you for repping Dapper Dan on the red carpet at the Met Gala. Yeah.
1: And then I actually brought in um, the hats. Were made by these two twins from Atlanta, Calvin mm-hmm. and Alvin. that make this dope hat. I had this belt and shirt from Ethiopia, Mafi Mafi. Mm, I wore Swedish mm. happy socks. Swedish got my Sweden <laughs> <in> with a <laughs> happy sock. You all in, man. And See, then <laughs> this is what you know.
0: Yeah, sorry. Go for the last one.
1: No, I mean it was it was just fun to to, to have this moment. But even before, no, because that, I know right? there was one so more what...
0: piece. You you were wearing an apron. Tell me about the apron.
1: Yeah, the apron was an Ethiopian sort of uh, piece that I felt like, let's do it like an elegant chef apron. So the undertone was really Mm -hmm, doing like mm -hmm. a chef apron, but having it done by this incredible designer from Ethiopia. So my wife and, and, Mm. and... and Stacy, we, we we had stuff from all over, but we had fun doing it. And, doing a it, yeah. and, and, again, and this is statement piece. And again, this is I only took one I only took one selfie, and it was actually for you, Jason. I yes, only took with yes. meeting all of these incredible people, speaking to V and Serena, speaking to everybody. I was like, listen, yeah. I'm not gonna take any selfies. I just need to do one selfie. So I was yeah. there with, yeah. with Leon Bridges, mm-hmm. and he I said, Yo, I need to document this moment because <laughs> one of my best friends. He got a daughter, Maxie yeah. Priest, yeah. and it's all because of you. So, Jason, how did <laughs> you meet up. your partner?
0: Well, so I'm sitting at the corner of 120th Street and Lenox Avenue eating uh, a late dinner or or just eating dinner. And I texted you. I was like, yo, Marcus, um, I'm right around the corner from your house. You want to swing by? Uh, have a? am having a bite. You're like, yeah, 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 I'll come by. Um but I can't stay because my wife is sick, but we were supposed to go to a concert today and I have two tickets and I want you to go. It's at the Apollo and it starts in half an hour. And, uh, five minutes later, you are off the phone. Five minutes later, you're there. You're like, boom, here are the tickets. All right. You got to go see, it's a young artist. He's from Texas. His name is Leon Bridges. You got to see it. And you know, you're my brother. I'm like, well, if Marcus says, I got to see this, I got to see this now. A few days before, I had met a Swedish woman at a bar in New York. And we had been talking, la, la, la. She had just moved to New York. And she's like, yo, I'm, I'm living on the Upper East Side. I really need to get out of this Upper East Side bubble. If you know of any concerts going down, let me know. So I'm like, boom. I just got two tickets. Concert starts in 30 minutes. I just, and I was like, right, that girl that I met the other day. I shoot her a, a, a message. I'm like, yo, I got just got two concert tickets. It's to an artist that I, I have no idea who it is. And the concert starts in 22 minutes. Are you down? She's like, I'm coming. And That's so cool. we're in the Apollo, it's full of people. I step in and he and leon bridges is already singing and i could tell like yo okay yeah marcus was right it's like it's so you talk about americana the music that leon was making at the time and the music that is really his like creative core is like it's rhythm and blues but it's also gospel it's like deep deep american roots music you know black american roots music shout out to uh, our homie fantastic negrito You know who reps that reps that uh, black American roots music, but but that's what Leon is doing. And then you know um, this girl steps in, uh, and the concert is already happening. And when Leon plays his track "River," which is this beautiful, Mm, beautiful ballad, you know, like a tear, you know, tears come to my eyes when I hear that, you know and it's really you know the theme of the lyrics are are like timeless uh, african american lyrics talking about the river jordan and and it's both it's both biblical but also worldly i could she stood up out of her chair and her arms were just crossed in front of her you know yeah. and i was like okay yeah i i i could just tell that it it's there she lo- you know she loves this i mean how how couldn't she and uh Afterwards, uh, there was an after party at uh, Red Rooster. I was like, yo, you want to you want to step over to my friend's restaurant, you know, after party for the concert? She did. We had a glass of wine, talked and uh, she uh, she and I are are, are, are the parents of uh, a beautiful child. Now, you know, a couple of years later, it's, it's really bugged out, Marcus. I got to thank you and so I got to told- thank Leon Bridges. You know, that's that's, yeah, that's love that's making a- music, man.
1: No, it's beautiful. The story is beautiful. So, out of all of them, like, I was, I was, they put me at a really nice table. There was like all of these stuff happening, right? And I was Mm. like, no, I'm only going to take one selfie. (laughs) I saw Leo. (laughs) Yeah, because that's the the spot where you
0: want to take selfies. Like, no. no, no. And
1: I'm not even like, you know, everybody's there, everybody's doing different things. And I'm not, Mm. you know, I know most of those people not super well, but I know them, right? Mm -hmm. So, I walk over to Leon, it's like, we took this shot of like, we've taken this picture, and I was like, we got to send it to Jason. I think I sent it to you, it's like the middle of the night for you. Yes, like, I, I woke up in the you. morning,
0: Maxie, uh, Marcus, <laughs> I woke up at like 7 o'clock in the morning, and boom, picture of Leon, yes. who was also looking fly, and like, I also oh, like where, rep- where Leon takes it, where he takes it like fashion-wise, uh, I think yeah. it's really dope. He's got, he's got his own lane that's kind of like texas uh like black cowboy but also like uh retro it's just dope uh so both of you in beautiful hats and i'm like there he is yeah it really really you know i woke up with this it put a smile on my face and i was like boy i gotta get back to new york soon man i gotta get back soon Yeah. yeah but but marcus um but still, talk me through the, I didn't know that it was a sit-down dinner. Like, how do you get those 450, oh, yeah, yeah. like, some of the most, like, honestly, the most <laughs> famous people on earth to, like, sit down at the same yeah. time and break bread? I, it was, it was
1: um, really, really hard, but we got them down. We got them in the room. And then mm-hmm. our first course was this salad, late summer, you know, early fall salad, like mm-hmm. roasted squash salad that I worked together with this in dope. Uh, Ethiopian woman, uh, Chef Feriel, she's incredible. So we did a salad together, cucumber, watermelon, tomatoes, and uh, added in tons of berbere in there. That was the first course of a sit-down. And then right after that, came the main entrees, which was we did like a barley risotto because, you know, all with like beautiful herbs. Then we did like this zucchini, and the dishes just kept coming because I'm like, there's no way to serve a traditional courses here because people are not going to sit down because everyone uh-huh. is jumping and talking to each other, right? And then uh-huh. so we had tomato and corn on the plate. We had a tons of zucchini on the plate. We had fried mushrooms on the plate. where this uh-huh. beautiful sort of uh uh, fermented, sort of like you have to kind of like disguise the food rather than talk about it and just mm-hmm. lands on the plate. Beautiful, just plant-based entrees. And then after that, we have this apple mousse with uh, chocolate apple mousse. And these are some of the inc- most incredible that's a, chefs. That's a, a Swedish, that's a Swedish vibe
0: right there, apple mousse. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in the
1: end, their gift was these donuts. It's like, you know, because, you know, it's a long night. It starts mm-hmm. at 530 and it goes to like long night. So we had these donuts to get some guilty pleasures on the way out. So but how do you was, make donuts with that, like
0: plant-based donuts?
1: Yes. Yeah. I mean, you just got to make sure that the fat has, is not butter. And, you, you yeah, know, there's yeah. a lot of different oils that you can use for it. But, mm. but And I love this challenge. That was the challenge, right? Mm. I remember mm. every big dinner like this. It's an opportunity to evolve the conversation. And we got so much feedback because it was plant-based oh, and oh. also evolve chefs oh. that... Uh, you know, in a year like this when chefs have had a really difficult time, it was important to broadcast and highlight these exactly. chefs And they're impeccable. Yeah. They're incredible. And so it was fun. And, it was So you
0: said you mentioned Justin Bieber performed. Were there any other performances? Like he had
1: a hood on the whole time. Oh, like he never word? took his hood off. So you couldn't oh. see that it was him, but you knew the okay. songs and stuff like that. So <laughs> and then right after Justin, it was DJ Nice uh, that did Boom, the you know, that was spinning.
0: Shout out Boogie Down Production. So obviously he's mm. playing a lot of hip hop up in there.
1: Yes, yes, yes. And right and before most, Justin, it was all Broadway. Uh, this, it was Broadway because the party really talks about, you know, Broadway, which people don't understand, right? Mm. Broadway brings in $12 billion a year to New York City from tourists, from ticket sales, from all of that. So once Broadway is back, yeah. New York City it's culture no is really, really back. Yeah. So the biggest performer mm. was really by this incredible Broadway artist that was absolutely mm. impeccable. And, and, mm. and I just looked, sat in this room, and I was like, Talk about privilege. Now mm. it's like you appreciate where you're at. Yeah. Look at this production. Yeah. I was responsible of the food. And then you have like the, the music, and then you have Broadway, and then you have the DJ, and you have the clothing. It took thousands of people to produce this. And uh, I was like, wow, this is one of those nights that's actually in- incredible. I will never
0: forget it. But also I want to say that... One of my favorite rooms in New York City or one of my favorite buildings in New York City uh, is the Metropolitan Museum. You know, despite what, you know. Yeah. I mean, we all know it contains a lot of artifacts uh, plundered mainly from the Middle East and from Africa and from South America and from indigenous peoples all across the world. And. So a lot of it has ugly stories behind it. But at the same time, I can't help but just, you know, I become a kid again every time I step in the Metropolitan Museum. Mm-hmm. It's, it's absolutely my favorite uh, museum in New York City. And I always go, you know, two, three times a season. I love it.
1: Yeah, no, it's the ama- it's the main thing. Uh, it was one of those nights, and I was I was just very very excited, mm. and the chefs were excited to be there with the guys that you celebrated and planned this for hours and hours. That for mm. me mm. was the mm. biggest moment, and. And just ha- like, okay, we're back. City is back now. Now, officially, Broadway mm-hmm. is back. Fashion is back. Food is back. Okay, let's go. New York, here we go. <laughs> as difficult as it is, because we're yeah. still in the pandemic, right? Mm-hmm. We still are. But it's yeah, still, over. as people, we got to turn the light. We gotta, no, she ain't over, but we got to turn the lights back on. And exactly. we did it And we exactly.
0: do it. All right, so Marcus, drop me into your conversation with, you know, Chance the Rapper is, um, I would say, mm-hmm. of the young uh the younger generations of rappers is one of my uh, absolute favorites favorites one that I respect a lot and who also is bringing i mean he's really the one who I see bringing uh gospel-based hip-hop like gospel samples into hip-hop he produced the track ultralight beams for kanye's life of uh life of pablo album which i really see as and it was after that that kanye started sunday service and really took uh gospel sampled uh and gospel inspired hip-hop to the level that we see at donda so that's a conversation i'd love to hear about like what were what did Chance say about Donda? What did he say about the album? What, what, I mean, what were y'all talking about?
1: First of all, Chance is one of the coolest people on earth, right? In mm, low-key. Mm. Chance the rapper. People are coming up to him. But he's chilled. He's there with his wife. And, you know, he's repping Chicago in his clothing. And doing all of that. He has his hat on. He doesn't change, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then when we started... I was when, about when we to started, say, because that really tap appreciate. never
0: comes off. Like, yeah.
1: No, it didn't come no. off. So when we started talking about the music, we started really talking about it. I was like... I really appreciate the album. It took me a couple of listens. Mm. If anything, maybe it's too long. Maybe we didn't need all 26. And then he jumps in and I love that. And just like, no, you know, Love Below with 30 songs. What are you talking Mm -hmm. about? You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? So I just love as an artist. He was like, we talked about which songs we liked and we went back and forth. But you know, he is for me embodiment of cool, Mm -hmm. right? He stepped into that room. He's there with his wife. Mm There is, you know, some of the celebs are like, you know, they don't talk. To, you know, like I was there with my cooks. So I wanted to introduce the cooks, <laughs> the chefs. Yeah,
0: yeah. And he's
1: cool. Yeah, yeah. He's cool. He's like, talks down to earth. Down to earth, down me, to earth just like, is what I'm getting. Yeah. Down to earth, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was just, you know, we were him, We were just going back and forth. And, and you know, I, I just appreciated it. And as an artist, he appreciated it. And we just had a good conversation.
0: And so what are your feelings now that you've, you know, now that you've been blasting Donda uh, for a couple of days, now that you dug into it, what, what, what kind of uh, emotions does it awaken? What are some tracks that you've like uh, listened extra much to, you know, because Kanye is this super complex artist, right? And, and just to, to just before we dig into it I also want to tell all our listeners that me and one of the hip-hop elder statesmen of Sweden uh, a man that's the most knowledgeable about hip-hop and and black music that I know in Sweden Nathan Hamelberg we did a whole epic conversation on Donda which will be coming out shortly love that but you mean love I, but that. I mean you speak of like complexities as a, as it a, as a human complexities as an artist Kanye has shown us like his most ugly sides, but he's also made some of the most beautiful headbanging and, and body moving music. Like, what were some of the feelings that you that you went through when listening to Donda?
1: Well, as somebody that loves pop culture, I love when I get a homework like that, right? That's where I look at this as when major, major, major artists, you know, if Kendrick would drop or, 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 or Kanye will drop. You know that's homework to me. Like mm-hmm. I want to go through it. What are mm-hmm. they saying? What are they trying to see? What are they trying to tell? I put political. I put all of that because I think artists should be complex. Artists should yeah, be controversial because absolutely. it's part of. You know what I mean? Like without Sly and Family Stone, without Prince, without all of this, you know, it wouldn't be as sticky. So I love mm-hmm. that. Like I'm sure like sha michel Basquiat was hella controversial. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So man. I love. I I and I can I can compartmentalize right. I mm. I. I was deeply offended when connie runs around with a red hat and at that in the building mm. screaming and shouting but i also think there's a there's some some beautiful music on it and i you know first calling the album donda you know she, you know a, a love letter to his mm. mother mm. right and i think there is some songs that are incredible sometimes he does this thing where he brings he has version one and version exactly, two exactly. so i would say this for me the Album feels like a sketchbook, yeah, yeah. right.
0: Yeah.
1: And I, I do that in cooking too. I lay out 30 mm. things, but then I have to edit mm. and I have to have another counter person in there that, is, that I really respect. Mm. It's like, no, we're cutting this, we're not mm-hmm. doing that. So it's very sketchbook to me. And some of the songs are not new, like Hurricane has been out for years, you know, you can find it on different, right, you know, right. it's been I dropped, it's been pulled back. That. So a lot of these mm. songs, I've heard them. And and they've been leaked, Mm -hmm. right? So you know that this has been in the making for a long time. But um, I I love I love like I like I think Hurricane is a good song. I love Jail like the Mm -hmm. first version. I think it's a very important message in there. But I also love the 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 gospel
0: tracks. The idea
1: of the gospel tracks are beautiful and spiritual, and you know so you know. If the album would have been twelve songs and four to six hidden songs, mm-hmm. it probably would have been an easier mm-hmm. listen. But but I also think that this is kind of in a moment of NFT and where we're kind of trying to figure out art, and I think he wanted to launch twenty six launch twenty six. I think it's, I think it reminds me the most of when Lauryn Hill did uh, the the sort of like the unplugged album when she did like long songs that were like. 13, 14 minutes and stuff like that mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. and I happen to love that album but that album wasn't commercially hit at all but it was very important in the culture a, because so many a monumental, times people used
0: monumental piece of work yes yeah yeah.
1: how many times have people not
0: and that was a double uh, album too with like 20, 24 26 yeah. tracks something like that yeah no, absolutely I think, I think the, the Contour album is. I mean this is the first Kanye album in a couple of years that has that cultural impact kind of uh, vibe. And I guess a lot of it is due to uh, the way that he promotes and markets it uh, and builds up this, you know, with these uh, stadium kind of mass events, um, which makes it kind of a global cultural event when the, act- the album actually drops. And then, you know, I'll just also chalk up this, there's so many things that I still don't understand about kanye and that's okay you know uh but that that's a part of the art and he's kind of immersed himself in that because like kanye and his music are, are two separate things but they're very inseparable you know and that's where that complexity is just as we are a very complex human being but also one that is prone to kind of almost I mean, he's one of the most honest artists out there. I mean, he has, throughout his career, the past, what, about 20 years, been, like, not hesitated to show his ugly sides, you know? I mean, he's shown... <laughs> well, you know, and that's... that's You know, I, whether I, you like I, that or whether you agree with it. I mean, mm-hmm. there's so many things I don't agree with, but that's on him but you know i can still take the art at for what it is and what it's what it does to me when i when i listen to it you know
1: yeah yeah but i, I think it reminds me a little bit if i would drive par- parallel you got to realize kanye's in his 40s right and it r- reminds me a little bit in weird ways about michael and prince so mm. in their 20s they write hits huge hits global hits whether it's like bill jean or purple rain and mm-hmm. and think about kanye's in the 20s he wrote incredible hits that Mm. that becomes anthems, right? Whether Mm -hmm. he wrote them for other people, for Jay, or whether he pushed them out himself. Mm. And then you think about Michael and Prince in their 30s, there was different type of music coming out, Mm -hmm. still highly produced, still incredible music. And in their 40s too, but not maybe global hits, but they were just doing their music. And Kanye, for me, you can tell like, he can make a banger at any given time. He's that mm. talented, right? Mm. Mm. He has mm. that level of, like, that once in a, in, in a billion type of talent that people yeah, grow. Yeah, yeah, here, yeah, it's yeah. not about that. This. this reminds me of an NFT. He wants to put up thoughts, music. This is where I'm at. Take it or leave it. And it's almost like when Miles Davis performed and he moved, turns his back to the audience. I mm-hmm. feel there's a little bit of that in here, like, right? it's a lot of that actually. Mm-hmm. And as, an, as a as a receiver of that i appreciate it when i when i when i go into my i'm running or i'm sitting on a plane i'm not i don't need to hear a song that needs to be at a club there's not a lot of club bangers in here but there are incredible songs in here like pretty songs absolutely. like the absolutely. moon for example
0: absolutely and 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 yeah and uh you know one of my favorites uh, pure souls <laughs> or keep my spirit alive and and we we in in the monster episode <laughs> in the episode that me and nathan did we really dig in track by track so i won't get into all of my thoughts on it um but
1: what's your favorite give me your three uh, i would three. say well my give favorite three, verse
0: on the album is from uh jesus lord and that's a verse by jay electronica yes. who's really you know yes. uh, who's like a god mc you know when it really comes down to no, the, Jesus nut- the, the nuts and bolts of, like, rapping, you know? And I think his verse also mm-hmm. kind of embodies the whole... It embodies something so... That's what I love about rap music, what Jay Electronica does. So that's definitely... Um, that's my favorite verse on the album. I would say, And for us that doesn't understand that, tell me what it is. You like, should just
1: boil it down. You were right there. Tell me. What, what should we look for? What should we listen to? Like, uh, what's I, mean, that, I mean, first of all, it's, it's,
0: it's what moves you... Uh, but to me it's 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 content and flow you know it's content flow yeah. and kind of the effortlessness um uh and and just like how how he breezes through wait i'm about to bring up the lyrics so i can give give you how he just breezes through like deep deep uh uh like content he says let me see here here we go uh uh, I never rode the GSXR or the R6 or the Honda, but I flew my Ducati through North America like Wakanda. Earthca- like, earthquakes know, will yes. strike this nation for what Bush did to Rwanda, what the Clintons did to Haiti and Downing Street did to Ghana. You know, I'm Tepotslan, they call so me Terremoto, so, El Negro wait, Loco. Wait, wait, you know? <laughs> it's just, it's relentless. So that line, I would... Hmm.
1: I've been thinking about that line because I think the reference points are off there, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. It's there all of a sudden. You know, you know I don't being think an, being an MC means using like your paints that you're using, your 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 nuances and your your shades that you're using have to be from politics to you know he's talking about cars or. You know, the GSXR, the R6 or the Honda, uh, but I guess maybe they're motorcycles because then he talks about he rises no, but- Ducati. It's like embodying or it's incorporating popular culture, peripheral knowledge, but also history. And that's and and yes. You know.
1: No, but my only knock on that is that Bush was not Rwanda. That was Clinton's time. That was the only thing. I love that line, but it's like the reference point is a little bit off, year-wise. But I don't. Okay. Be okay. A yeah. 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 I didn't catch know?
0: that actually, but you're right. Oh, I caught. I caught that hard. Oh, you're right. Like, Dude, you're that, right. I love the rhyme. Yes. You're right. You're that right. That wasn't Bush, yeah. though. Yeah. No, you're absolutely <laughs> yeah. right. Um, yeah. So, but you know, effort. Rwanda know. was
1: in the '90s. You know. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Anyway, And it, it, even uh, I'll
0: say, you know, Bush senior. Yeah, you're right. It's not really a Bush is a little off there. No, nah, that's all Clinton area. It's 94
1: and mm-hmm. 95. But anyway, I thought it, <laughs> I, I love I that line, too. Yeah. Uh, when we, tell meet, me, when we get that, Jay
0: Electronica on the podcast, we got to ask him about that one. But,
1: that, but then again, but there's you know, poetic license. Thought, it's and yeah. also it could have been stuffed in the aftermath right? then there's also the so handover. much shit that
0: he talks about and it's always been like this with rappers like one of my favorite MC's MF Doom like half the time I don't know what he's talking about and I love that that's the, the mystery <laughs> yeah. but then it, towards the end of the verse Jay Electronica is like, like uh, my bars is like the pyramid temples of Pakal Voltan. as sure as the DOJ mm-hmm. confirmed Ezekiel's wheel I could change the world like Yaqub with two pieces of steel, it's like, but I don't know Ezekiel's wheel, uh, uh Paka <laughs> Voltan, and like I don't even know what happened it. with Jacob and the two pieces of steel. But you know, because I haven't, I've been, I'm not deep enough in my scripture. But I love it, man, and and it comes down to I love it too. Uh, the the aesthetic, but also it opens because it makes you wonder. So like all of a sudden I'm googling Ezekiel's wheel, and I'm you know so then I'm learning yeah. some things You're at the here. same time. A lot of my, a lot of the things I know, I don't know a lot, but a lot of the things I know, I'd say a pretty fair share of what I know is shit that I learned from listening to rap music. Then, of course, and, and then I'm rap, rap and music has so always into. been uh, contained a lot of venom and toxicity, you know. And and Kanye's, yeah. Kanye's album is, you know like what we what Nathan and I talk about it is like it really paints the picture of like how masculinity is uh, uh like toxic masculinity is a problem in the world today and has been for mm-hmm. for for millennia and how ego-driven the entertainment industry has become and so forth so it opens up to a lot of uh discussions but but it's still just one well, it's I, still just one human being I love I love what about Kanye
1: because using his platform. I mean, just look, you're looking at thinking about it. Just one platform like Spotify. You mm. know, Kanye has fifty five million. A uh, people coming every month to mm. that, right? To check So shit, through yeah. these songs, places in the world, right, will hear gospel and hip-hop for the first time, for yeah. example. And yeah. that's telling something about the deep layers where, where gospel and church represent in not just a black community, but in American way. And I just think that how he matches that up mm-hmm. is beautiful mm-hmm. to me. No, it's really bringing that like, to the
0: world again, you know, bringing it to a yes. new generation, you know. Um, mm mm-hmm. mm mm-hmm. That's a one controversial. Th- <laughs> no, I won't I won't go that controversial. Anyway, you know, Kanye West is bringing a lot of spins to a lot of platforms and 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 I mean, he's uh he's yeah. he's one human being, but there's a whole industry around it and it it's also, you know, the the impact of his latest album, I mean, how many people globally were talking about it? If you if you rewind to 1973, you know, hip-hop is almost turning 50 years old. You, you mm-hmm. rewind to 1973 or 1983 or even 1993, hip-hop was still a subculture, which was basically yeah. uh, uh, followed by a handful of people worldwide. There were a handful of MCs. There were a handful of uh, ways to dress and be uh, and speak Uh, And live hip hop. And today, this is, you know, the Donda album is just the latest of of many uh, uh, lately um, uh, testimonies to the fact that hip hop is the biggest pop cultural force on earth. 2021. And it has been for many years, you know.
1: And to celebrate that, I think. Um, actually in a couple of years, there's going to be a hip hop museum here in the Bronx. Exactly. I can't wait to walk exactly. with you. So your f- new favorite museum in New York yeah. City will be the hip hop museum. See, Please, let's make that That's happen. an opening that I yes. need you
0: to put me as your plus one. Yes. I need to be no, your plus you, you one, Marcus. You, you got a plus one me no, on the hip hop museum, one. bro.
1: You're, no, you're but not, you look
0: you at DJ Kool Herc to, to Kanye West. Look at the journey that hip hop has made. And Cool Herc is still alive. So it's in his lifetime. Yes. This has happened. It's just amazing. No, you know? I think even more
1: importantly, the local hip hop that happens outside America, like, because that's really communicate that's culture global. and what it's people global. go through yeah. globally. That's super important. The last thing I want to say is the comparison to Prince, right? Is that Sign of the Time was supposed to be a triple album. <laughs> but somebody actually came to Minneapolis and said, hey, we got to cut some songs. Mm. Sign of the Times is an incredible piece of work and art. Mm. And it's an incredible uh, album mm. for me, probably my mm. favorite Prince album. And I feel like this is Kanye's Sign of the Time. Mm. And Sign of the Time, when it came, was ahead of its time. He had rock songs. He had R&B songs. He had—he actually rapped, you know, if you think about that song, Signs, you know. Prince really only did like a couple of songs into hip hop. Sign That song, Sign, was his first time when he kind of slowed it down and talked about HIV and talked about the world, the AIDS, the way the world, and crack, you know, very much of the moment, right? Mm-hmm. And that's, mm-hmm. I think, there's stuff in here, this album, where obviously it's a healing album for for Kanye and very personal, and it mm-hmm. brings us into that layer of complexity that, that Kanye is...
0: The yeah, I, 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 anyway, I'm not, I'm not sure I agree with that healing because it's also... Uh, the wounds are pretty open to me when you listen to the lyrics mm-hmm. there, but but you know, but that's also okay. a step yeah. in in that direction and so forth. But you know, just the fact that we're talking about it as as so many people around the world are, it just again shows the impact of culture and this culture that means so much to so many of us the culture that is hip-hop salute to the gods salute Cool DJ Herc for starting this thing this is a 50 year old who's been like my fucking parent you know, my North Star Uh, so I just, you know it just makes me happy, man you know, and everything. That's even when it's even when it's stuff that I don't like, I'm I'm happy that that's what I'm talking oh. about. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, you don't. but That's good. <laughs> we should have contradicting ideas. We don't have exactly. to really agree and like. And that's the beautiful thing about art. It should yeah, be complexity. Yeah. We should have different opinions. We should learn how to argue. So with that, Jason, I gotta run, 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 run. Yo, run. So remember me as the plus
0: one for the hip hop museum. All right, <laughs> Jason, you will never be a plus one. You you will step in
1: there by yourself. Yeah, so we'll man. Go, Sweden's in we'll the, the house to
0: be in there yes
1: love you love Love you brother peace
2: ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well